Bada boom, bada bang, we back. And we are talking about Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, the one who died on the cross. So Nathan was just describing his law school experience, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm in law school, but I'm cooler than everyone. I'm putting God first. I'm joking. But what I was wondering is it was always like described to me when I was in the church that like, if you feel like God is calling you to do, to be a lawyer, right? So let's say if that person's like, if they're like, God told me like, and God put me on this path to be a lawyer, then wouldn't them put going through law school and putting law school first in that sense of their purpose be putting God first? I think it can be. And that's right. why like, I'm not like saying it in like a judgy way. Cause yeah. it's like, that can be like your ministry. I honestly feel like God called me to be a lawyer too, but um, I don't know. It's hard for me. I guess the one way to describe it though is like, I, and I did spend probably most of my time in law school, you know, like time allocated wise, of course, I'm mostly in law school. Just, just the fact that they give you five classes that meet every day, like that's crazy. We'll, we'll that's make, crazy. We'll make law school your number one, like time consumer. So time consuming wise, law school was my top priority. I guess not like priority, but like it just happened to be like you have to the top thing I'm doing. Yeah, Yeah, it's the number one. I'm not if I was at church the same amount of time I was at law school, there wouldn't be enough hours in a day, you know? Right. Um, and I definitely feel like law school is like my ministry, you know. But I also feel like I guess I'm trying to say, I don't know if this even makes sense, but like things like family, friends, Sophia, I didn't feel any like guilt kind of hang out them in the same way that if I wasn't Christian, I may have felt some guilt about or may have like been, I don't know, like just like not wanting to do it because I think because of like knowing that, you know, these connections I have, like my family, like, you know, my future marriage, like my friends, you guys, like those are like eternal and honestly like even if i wasn't christian like one can make the argument like you have these like you can't put a price tag on friendship or you know your relationship or your family like that's the way i saw it was like if my family died tomorrow would i regret the way i went about making time for them during law school and for me like i don't regret any of it because i still actually was very present in like a lot of family activities. So do you feel like if you weren't putting in the effort you did towards your friends and family, you wouldn't be serving God in that way because you wouldn't be. No, I don't, I think, I I don't know if I'm making sense. And now like the more I think about it, maybe I'm not making sense, but I'm just kind of saying that like a lot of the advice I got was like, it makes sense for most people, which is why like, I wouldn't even say it's bad advice. It's just that, go, this all goes back to like, the whole girlfriend thing, which is why I'm like, even talking about this, but like, you know, my priorities being like God, then my, like my marriage and then, you know, my family and then my career. Of course my career can be like my ministry, but that's not like, I just, I'm trying to say that I never felt bad like when i was with the people above the career because to me those were even more important even if i wasn't giving as much time to them because simply law school demands so much time like just even doing your homework every day is so much more time you know but um like seeing you guys for on bj's for bj's every thursday like that 
to me like i didn't feel bad about i mean unless it was like impeding my ability to get my work done so of course like i guess my mentality was i'll get my work done um and i'll do like everything that they require me to do but all the extra stuff i won't do if that makes sense like that extra time i will spend like with like you know serving in church or seeing you guys or seeing sophia and keeping the balance yeah and i think i think honestly like there's a lot of people who would have felt bad in my shoes for doing what i did like not bad but like a little like disappointed in like how they balance things out simply because like if law school is number one you're going to feel bad about not doing anything extra like not putting yourself in position to put yourself on the top you know would you would you, i don't know if that makes sense does that does that anything yeah, I say yeah no everything sense? is okay i'm just every, trying to i just don't know if it's like even clicking. Um, yeah and so i want to kind of move on to to um the the scholarship conversation so do you feel like your scholarship is safe based on your no. performance oh fuck i don't think it's safe oh fuck i think it girl it's i think i'm playing that that border oh no very very much are you nervous i was but not anymore because i feel like i feel like god's gonna take care of it you know like it's just it just like it's in his hands now and i don't have to feel like stressed about that what whether which which way to coin which way the cookie crumbles yeah, that kind of you know? answers the question i was going to ask next yeah. which is like you know if you knew that by these actions which i think you already answered this by that question but i was going to ask if you knew by these actions that your scholarship would be taken away if you maintained the balance that you did and you knew that if you just made law school your number one you would keep that scholarship would that change your priorities yeah i think you know my answer yeah so and it's obviously no because you're feeling like this to is me what God it's wants you to, to me like right like i like i know that you know when i marry soph in my probably at the end of my second year or sometime before my third year of law school like habits like aren't built like immediately you know like you go into marriage with like certain muscle memories and for me like one priority i really 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 want to live out is just like making my marriage like a priority above work that should like never be a question or like my kids above my work and i feel like when people especially lawyers because i think with other careers it's more doable because like you work a nine to five and then you come home and then you know what i'm saying but with lawyers who have so much work outside of your working hours you it's just one of the most demanding jobs like you're always you're kind of always working um and i've seen so many lawyers like just as like divorcees from like bro broken homes and i don't think that's like a coincidence the job literally has like some of the highest substance abuse like rates in the country it's just a very very tough job and like i mean you kind of experienced that just working at the da's office in a yeah. way so, dude I like mean. we we went out to lunch at the da's office and there was like eight of us i think half the table were divorcees the other half were single and like one person was just the only person who's married was because they got married like a year or two before and it's not i'm not saying that in like a way to like shame people like that it's just more like you can like the job demands you to put work it doesn't change going to law school the, the career like your career law the lawyer the, uh, the legal career demands to be put first in your life and if you have people in your life who can't accept that it's going to be hard. It's going to put strain on it. And for me, 
who doesn't believe that the legal career goes first in my life, then I have to build those habits now in my first year with actual stakes involved. And if I can do it all of law school, then it's not going to change when I'm a lawyer. Like if I can learn how to put Sophia first or my family first, or you know what I'm saying? Like my, then it will be easy to put my kids first. Yeah. And so you keep talking about kids. So I wanted to get to that. Is that you're, you're talking about kids? Like it's right around the corner. No, it's not, not like, is that it's not, definitely not right around the corner. Okay. Definitely not. But, um, because a I'm lot of saying, Christian people, they get married and they start popping those bad boys that's out true, right away. That's true. So that's what I'm... I don't think we can. Um, <laughs> do you believe in that contraception is against the Bible? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, thank God. Thank God. Because I think... I know there so, are some people who think that. I huh? think that's why they're, they're, they're popping out those kids. I don't think so. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, like what I'm trying to say is like, to me, right? Like if I put law school first, then why should I expect that when I get married, I'm not going to put my work first above her? And that's fine. Like people can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not against that. Yeah. But just for my own personal like philosophy, like how I want to live my life. Like I don't care about like a lot of like material items. Like I don't care if like we, I don't, I don't really care about like what car I drive in the future or like what kind of house I have. Like it doesn't really matter to me. Like what matters is like if I have soap first, like my kids first and they know that they know that they'll always come first before my work, then I don't really care like what that means for us. Like financially, if that means we have to live simply, or if that means like we won't have a lot, then I'm okay with that, you know? Cause like, to me, that's more important. Um, so that's why like in law school, like I don't, I think I'm just trying to build those habits and trying to put my mind in that mindset and it's it was it's easy until obviously there's stakes and that's why like i had a little bit of a mental breakdown before finals it's easy when like you don't see like the finals there and you're just doing your work and you're like oh yeah like i'm gonna like you know whoa, whoa, whoa and then at the end when you see it all looming like all those finals that determine your entire grade and you see people who can basically like run circles around you in terms of how much they know because like and they you're not used first. to that. I'm not, not used to that. Because you're used to being able to get to that level even while keeping the balance. But yeah. these people are crazy. And it's and the school demands it, you know, like literally you do actually have to do that. Like I'm not even saying they're really smart, but you also have to put in the time. Like law school, like to get on that level, no matter how smart you are, like you do have to put in that extra work. You do have to I know I'm friends with a guy who's I think might get the, I, it's not even like me just hyping him up. I li- truly, truly think he could get the highest grade in crim, like out of all of us, like the number one, they give an award for it. It's called the Cali award. If you get the number one rank in your class. Um, in the first semester, is that what it in is? In any or? semester. Oh, wow. It's called the Cali award. And obviously a lot of people who win Cali awards um, have multiple because they're just built like that. So I know a guy who I, I legitimately think he's like, could could do it because of how he's put himself and is that something that looks good on like resumes oh too? yeah yeah looks great you know um because that also affects your class rank because there's a class it's also for school i'm in where there's a class rank like literally scary, you have a number that's scary, <laughs> that's scary. um yeah and we- so he's this guy's gonna be like definitely like toward the top just even if he doesn't get the kelly ward um and dude his whole family's like lives in temecula or the philippines and he basically is just like living on his own his girlfriend lives pretty far too like in like cerritos and he sees her like i think on the weekends but so he doesn't work on the weekends 
he keeps Saturday, Sunday off. But then Monday to Friday, man, he's like, it's like all day, like all gas, no breaks. Like he at every networking event, he was doing like mock trial and like ADR on top of law school. So two things outside of law school. Two clubs in law school that require like homework, require competitions. He was part of that. And he was also like, just killing it he was the guy who also did like all the readings like a week in advance just nuts some people are built different but even him who's as smart as he is he needed to put the time toward it like he's just he's there at law school 6 a.m he's first one there last one to leave I, and because I, I would study with him and i'm a night studier so i would usually be like among the last to leave too but i wouldn't get there at 6 a.m and he would sometimes be there longer than me like i'd be like working he's just like he's still working and he's just like you know, like for even for someone like him, who's really smart, he has an amazing memory. He you have to put in the time, you know, and he he I watched it like happen like he deserves it, you know, because he he knew how to like gear up and just like he doesn't get distracted too. this guy like barely gets distracted. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's um, if you can intense. do that 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Like intense. in school, no, no breaks like and if he's not like working he's networking he knows like he knows so many people it's crazy like he knows like so many of the two l's so many three l's they all know who he is and like i've heard him described as like the guy who like glues our track together and our track is like our like little like 42 person class and he's like the glue almost because he knows so many people and he's so like he's also so down to earth such a nice he's a really nice guy he's not like cocky at all um but that's what i'm saying is like to even if you're really smart like to be on that top level, you got to put, put in the hours. And so like for someone like me, like who yeah. didn't put in the hours, like I'm not expecting to be at the top simply because it's not even physically possible to be at the top unless you put in that time, you know? Yeah. So, so do you not think that like, cause, cause for me, when I'm looking at my career and everything, especially it's getting scary close, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. um, yeah. And, uh, and so when I'm, when I'm looking at, you know, in a few months when I'm having to start the career, how I'm looking at my early twenties is like grind mode. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. and I think I will be making some sacrifices in that time. Yeah, you, definitely. You know, but, um, and I, but I just think that the early twenties is grind mode time for you know sure. What I mean? So for it's, sure. uh, it's, you know, I'm definitely, I definitely need to work on a lot of the things that you're saying too. Like even you bring up some of those things where it's like, you know, even right now when in this when the stakes aren't even that high i'm sometimes even like you know some of those things i'm letting slip you know and so it's like uh yeah uh it's but i think that's that's normal man you know like and i think it's it's not like there's no right or wrong way to go about this it there's just you know we have one life and you have um we have things in our life that we're gonna look back on and things you want to leave a legacy in things you want to put first i i just want to live a life honestly with like no regrets that's that's really like how i see it i don't want to be when i think about people and i'm not saying this in like a everyone should think the way i think just this is just me this is just me it impacted me you know my dad like he worked a lot like when i grew up he worked like 60 hours a week just just like and he i'm very blessed because of it you know he really like this guy was in grind mode I don't know for forever <laughs> until yeah. like they fired him <laughs> and like um I don't think it was like um 
I think there's one thing I could change and he could change too. That's one one thing he's he's talked to me about now that he's in his fifties and now that he's like kind of toward the la his the last stages of his career. Like he's definitely expressed to me that he wishes he was like there for me more while I was developing. Cause in his mind he was like, Oh, I was working and that was like my contribution to you was like I'm gonna work as hard as I can and you're gonna live like a good life because of it. And he said in hindsight, like he realized that he missed out on so many moments, you know, cause he was always at work. And that's something that he says he wishes he could change. And I've, that's something I've heard from like other men too. And I don't know, I think there's people who are able to like strike the balance. Like I know, you know, Sophia's dad, I mean, he's like a CTO <laughs> and like in a very, very successful company. And he made a lot of time for them. I don't know how he did it, but he did. And so there's guys who are like, mad successful even more successful than my dad and who maybe even like work just as much but are able to strike the balance i know for my dad like he'd just be too tired like after work um and so i think that like really hit home with me and i was thinking about it and i'm like you know like i don't want to i want my kids to know that like or my wife to know that like they never have to worry when i'm like gonna go like get a new job or if i'm gonna get like a promotion or something like they never have to worry that like that's going to be like coming first before them. And they have never have to worry like if something happens that like I won't be there, you know, like that I'm not willing to put that on the line for them. I think it's not like a, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong answer. That's just like something that when I've talked to older guys like in their 50s, some of my mentors, like that's something they've expressed is like, yeah, man, like you're in that grind mode and sometimes you lose sight you kind of tell yourself it's going to be temporary. Like, oh, I'm going to do this grind until this age and then we're going to settle down and then I'll have time for them. Like we have to build up that like life first. And I've heard some guys be like, it's easy to get caught up in it though. Cause once you're like in that ladder, you know, like you're in, like you're making moves, like you're starting a business, you're moving up in the world. It, how do you turn that off? You know, when like you've done, you've done it for like 10 years, like there's always something you're going to chase, you know, like after, let's say you like, you're like, oh, I want to get to this manager position. That's once I get here, I'll be fine. And that's why like my first semester of law school, just really the first orientation, it really made, really affected me for some reason. That girl who like spoke and she works as a public defender and she did everything like right in her three years of law school. She was like the president of this and Cali award this. And it just like, and then she said, yeah, I just did all this to secure my position at the public defender's office because these government jobs are hard to get. She gets it. And then they asked, what are you going to do for the next 10 years? And she said, well, now I want to get on like the board of like my floor so that I could enter like the next floor. Cause like in like the DAs, there's like floors. So like if you clear your floor, then you could be at the bottom of the next floor. And then the bottom of that floor, there's like this whole chain. And I was just like, damn so like it never stops wow, that's like a literal example of climbing the corporate ladder that's like so funny that yeah. it's like it's a literal floor you know what i mean that's yeah. like a, the da is like there's like <laughs> the, there's like this i think there's like 17 <laughs> floors and then like the 17th floor is like where the execs are but like there's actually a i think i might have the graphic there's like literally those a graphic people in that top that shows, floor sold their soul you already know those yeah. guys are like drinking some demon blood you know <laughs> but that's what that's what i'm saying is like it i realized like for a lot of these people like not a lot of people but like just like for it's easy to get caught up in it where it's like okay wait i'm just gonna get to this point or i'll just get up to this point and like i know myself and i know i'm very very competitive i know i'm an overachiever i know i'm very type a 
I know that if I put myself in that position, I think other people are better at it than me at like knowing when to stop. But for me, like I know I'm someone who like doesn't know when to stop, especially when it comes to those things. So I have to, from day one, train my mind, like almost like rewire it to be like, okay with like almost like being on the bottom like okay with like still not being irresponsible you know you still do your homework you still pass the bar you still like i'm still like doing completing all my assignments you know studying for finals making an outline but you have to be okay at least for me like that comes with a cost it's a trade-off like if i'm gonna put them first like then i'm gonna have to also be okay with my career not being as nice as others. Yeah, you're really and, speaking to me right now too because like I feel like I am struggling with a lot of the things you're touching on right now too where it's like um especially because during COVID when everything was online, it was so easy to keep that balance because yeah. the schoolwork was so light. And so now coming back into the semester and kind of I almost didn't even realize this until you, until you started talking about it, but I I need to work on a lot of the stuff you're talking about because like I, I definitely need to train myself to be able to be more productive because now when when I come home from after work, after school, I just went work, school, school. It's like 6 p.m. I just got home. I might have some homework to do. And it happens all the time where Emily and a lot of our friends want to go out and they're like, hey, like, let's go out. Let's go out. And I probably say no, like. 19 out of 20 times I'd say probably I say no because I literally like have no energy after that point like I'm I have not trained myself well to be able to balance that you know and so I definitely need to work on that and it's really hard when you get like these winter breaks too because it's so easy once you go into winter break you know what I mean then it becomes easy then all of a sudden I can go out whenever it's it's whatever you know just work that's easy and so it's um and so you know when um, that's going on, it's uh, it's it's a lot easier. But but when school is going on and work is going on, it's hard. But I was talking to Julian about this too when we were at the driving range, and the way that like he describes working in school is he is very optimistic that when we get out of school on a regular schedule, it's a lot easier to maintain that schedule and have energy outside of it because it's consistent. But with school. It's a real. It's really different every single week. You know, like some weeks are crazy hard, some weeks are super light. So it's like, it's super hard to, to get that routine. You know, and we were talking about that in the scope of like the gym, but I think it applies to other things too. Um, and yeah, it's like the only thing I want to do after a long day is go to the driving range or go golfing. Like that's literally, literally, literally like, and it sucks because it's like uh, Emily doesn't want to do that. A lot of my friends don't want to do that. You know, very few friends. Um, but that's like, you know, I just want to do that or I just want to play video games or, you know, it's like, uh, I don't like to go out like that. You know, you got to like unwind. Yeah. Yeah. But I want, but again, when I look back on it, I want to be doing those things where I'm going out with people and, you know, like, and when I look back on it, I'm like, shoot, like, I wish I went out this night. I wish like we did something this weekend, but I've been feeling really drained. It's hard, man. It's at at our age. Like we are in my opinion, like we are building the habits right now that we're going to carry on when we're like 30. And for me, you also have to know like yourself and know like what you're prone to. Like I know for me, if I'm in grind mode from 20, I mean, 
honestly, if it wasn't for like me getting rejected in all those colleges senior year, I'd probably be in grind mode from, you know, what, 12 to 32 or something. Right. And it's like, why should I expect that at 32, I'm going to stop? That just doesn't like, I'm just know myself, you know, you've been doing for 20 years. You're not going to put anything above that. So for me, like knowing that I'm prone to that, knowing I'm prone to that ladder, like I have to be, be content, you know, like be content with like when, and it's, it's like, it's like, it kind of finals was like kind of a, uh, such a stressful point for me because it was like, I had to make a choice, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, now we're at this juncture and you've been, are you, you've been putting these things first mentally, you know, obviously time-wise law school will always be number one just because it demands so much time but mentally you've been putting these things first and are you willing to like back up what you were doing mentally with like the stakes? Like if you find out you're below the median, are you going to be okay with that? Like, and I think it was just a tough reckoning for me where I was like racking my brain with like, okay, like worst case scenario, this, this happens like best case scenario, this, this happens. And I had to just like, let it go. I had to just be like, Hey, if I'm going to put these first, like I have to, like I have to be willing to live with the results, like, because this is what I signed up for, you know, like if I did put law school first, this wouldn't be an issue, but I didn't. So I brought this onto myself, not that saying it's a bad thing, but just this is part of it, you know, like there's going to be give or take. And so I think I'm just trying to like figure that out because I'm in my career school. So this is like up to this point, I've only been doing like building the base. Now I'm at like the actual, like, teaching you how to be the thing you're going to, I'm going to do the rest of my life. And I'm like learning, you know, I'm trying to like figure it out. And that's why this semester was really, it was really stressful. I don't even think mostly because of the school, but just because of like the, the amount it's like, my brain is like trying to figure out like, how do I strike that balance? Like there are times I was like, am I doing too much law school? Am I doing too little? And I think I'm have to, I, I'm not, I haven't figured it out like the perfect balance, but I'm gonna, this semester is like the first time I was really like, you know, kind of like put in the actual, like, like thick of it. And I actually had to like, really like figure out like, okay, so this is what it's gonna look like. And now I know like, for instance, next semester, we have like another class at, it's like a night class. So you know, you get one more class next semester. You have six classes next semester? I think it, I don't, I think it's, it could be five, but one of them now is a night class. Fuck. Which is like, I Wait, know. So are you not going to be able to go out on Thursdays now? Well, I don't know when the night is. It's one night a week. <coughs> but all I'm saying is like, it's going to keep evolving and I have to, I don't know, like figure that out, what that means. And I think that's just really stressful when you think about like, especially because like I'm, I'm also trying to like get married, like hopefully, and like um, obviously like move out eventually. So after mm-hmm. you go and you just were at law school all day, and you were like, you have homework to do and everything. How do you find the energy to go out with Sophia to to Joe's or to go out with Sophia to date or whatever? Or- I think because like I, I I like that. That's like what I look forward to. Like so, I usually like I love getting boba. And I love gang Joe's. So like, and she does too. So for both of us, like, I think we luckily found that activity that doesn't like, it's not like busy enough or we're getting like drained, but it's also not like 
I don't know, like, I don't know. It's also like not like not doing anything. Like it's also not like, it's also not like a completely passive activity. Like for instance, like she's, she loves like watching things, like watching TV, watching movies. I'm not, me, not so much. I'm not a big watcher, you know that. So I have to be in a certain mood to be able to watch like Love Island. And I'm also not going to watch Love Island if I have school at like 8 a.m. the next day. And you can watch a shit ton of Love Island. You can watch like seasons of Love Island all day. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like I, for me, usually like we, like I obviously want to be in bed by like 12. Anything past that, I'm going to be like pretty, pretty much a zombie the next day. So that's late too. What time are you getting up? Um, eight. So oh, I get okay. eight hours of sleep. Yeah, because I, I go I go to bed around like ten or eleven. I have to leave the house by like, I think it's like eight ten. So I have like ten minutes. To get ready. Are you? Oh, <laughs> you have ten minutes to get ready. Okay, that makes me feel but, better. But I get ready in like ten minutes. Dude, I've not so, been so, doing so good do. when I get up. When I've been getting up recently, I used to have my morning routine freaking dialed, bro. A year ago to date, I literally used to get up at five thirty. I used to you go did. straight to you the did. gym. I used to shower at the gym and get to work ten minutes early. And I had a whole gym session, 40-minute gym session before work. And now I get out of bed. I go on my phone for 40 minutes. And then I'm like, shit, I have 30 minutes to get ready. And then I'm five minutes late to work. And it's like, I got to get that dialed too. I just have, I don't feel like I have been in grind mode yet. You know what I mean? When I'm in grind mode, I feel different. Because I feel like it's like, when I'm actually in grind mode, I feel like I, everything else is better. You know what I mean? Where I feel like I have the energy to go out. I have the energy to do those things. But then when yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just out of it. You know, I think that's why it also depends on you, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's really like finding that balance. Um, it, it depends on the person because so, everyone is built different, you know, like everyone has like a way of like what makes like for you, I don't know if you should be aiming necessarily to go out with emily and them because i i wouldn't want to do that even right now like even if like why even, do they like doing that i don't that understand. is for me that's massively draining especially because it's like a party and like it's multiple people like i need like that like i'm an introvert so i need like, i don't I understand with, like, i don't understand how they go out and 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 they drink and they're in this loud club where you can't even talk to anyone for like hours and it's like you don't talk to anyone. You don't become closer to anyone. You just like, I don't even know. I don't even get the appeal at all. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the the music is trash. I guess some people like it. It's like the terrible EDM. That's just like the same. That is only mildly enjoyable if you're drunk mm-hmm. out of your ass. I think it's house. <laughs> Fuck that music, bro. And and literally like, and then it's like, it's just like super stressful because then you also see like all like the, the guys there, yeah. you know, that are just like kind of perverts in a way you know what i mean like i I don't want to like uh say it but it's like you know it's um they're like sharks kind of like sharks bro and it's like um i just don't get the appeal but emily loves it and she she doesn't go to like the crazy places anymore where now she's going to places that are like more chill it's like it's literally like that like man it's like it's like if we went to bj's every week but instead of bj's you have to stand and there's no food, and there's just loud music playing, so you can't talk to anyone. Is it dark? And it's dark, oh. bro. And so I don't understand. It's like I love it, like the BJ's where we just go there, we could talk, we could drink, we could eat. What's the problem? I don't understand. I think, w- yeah. When you- I suggest it to the friend group, they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Like, I'm like, hey, why don't we like go out to like a bar and like hang out? And they're like, what? <laughs> Damn. Like, I'm like, 
I just am really. Yeah, I think I think you and Emily have to find that like that thing that you guys can like still bond, but also like it's like um it's she, re it's a and it's something for you guys to recharge and also unwind to. Yeah. Right now it's two different things. Like she doesn't want to go to driving range. You don't want to go to the the club, but there's definitely something out there that's like. We've been going to the you pub know. down the street, which is great, and that's like that's like more like BJ's vibe, you know, the lamppost pub that's right there, um, and it's actually it's it's really good vibe there. So we we we've been liking that, but even that sometimes I'm just like, man, I just want to like just stay here and just like chill, you know, and then especially when it's like, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I definitely work on a lot of things, but yeah, I mean. You want to get to the the, the music yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, for sure, man. So now this is our yearly episode that we do every single Wait, year. We have, we next year, next... and then next episode, I'm saying. Oh yeah, I'm just hyping it up. <laughs> and so next episode, you know, really looking forward to it. I we haven't seen each other's raft as we do every single year. We don't know what the top songs are, top albums are. I also screenshotted all the little things too. I don't really know what they mean, but I'm, I know that you're probably like, oh yeah, this means this and this. Means, you know the music stuff. Nathan will navigate the next episode for sure. But yeah, um, bye bye. <laughs>